Hey everybody, this is Pitney. And this is Amelia. And we are from Pitney and Amelia's Bitchin' Boutique. And you're listening to the So Wizard Podcast. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizard. You're thinking, you're people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 216 of the So Wizard podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts, back from assignment, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Hi. And the expert, Mr. Marquis, Marcellus Reagans. What is going on? Hello, everybody. You are listening to So Wizard Podcast. Three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly. This week, we've got a bunch of nerdy news to talk about, including the new trailer for Captain Marvel. Before we get into that, how's everybody doing? Aubrey, we've missed you for two weeks. What is going on and where have you been? Where was I the first week? You're out on assignment. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even remember what happened to me that first week. Uh, the second week, we had the hurricane coming. Um, so I wasn't sure exactly how that was going to go because a lot of stuff was um, shut down and shutting down. I honestly can't remember where I was the week before, though. That's crazy. Um, I think I had to work crazy hours. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, I've been good. I've been playing Spider-Man. Been, uh... Living life, going to work every day of my life. Doing big things. Yeah. How do you like Spider-Man? You know, it's actually really fun. It reminds me a lot of Arkham Knight. Um, and I liked Arkham Knight, so, you know, that's fine with me. But I'm sure, like, the people who really hated Arkham Knight don't really like it. But, yeah, I, I like it. It's cool. Are there shitty Batmobile races in it? Um, so there, there's different, uh, things that you have to do within the game, like a lot of stuff that you have to collect and a lot of missions and side missions and stuff that you got to do. And one of them is, uh, Harry Osborn has these research facilities and those, I guess there's like two things that you could say that maybe three things that you could say is kind of like racing. So the Harry Osborn stuff is normally um, timed and you have to finish it within certain amounts of time. And each lab facility is different. So one of them, you collect samples of um, a toxin in the air. Another one, you are racing to like fix water towers, stuff like that. So then that's timed. And then sometimes there's crime. It requires you to track down a vehicle that you, you know, you got to race to get that. And then there's another one where you have to defuse bombs. And so that's obviously timed as well. So those things have that racing feel to them. So I, I mean, I can see in those points where it's like Arkham Knight too. Word. How about you, Mark? What's going on with you? How's the big E treating you? Uh, Biggie is treating me fine, <laughs> just fine. Uh, it, it's it is um taking a while for me to it's it's taken a while for me to get used to working seven days a week long hours again, uh, but I'm doing it and uh, I have another uh, project that I'm working on too, 
when I'm not working and that's taken up a lot of my other time. So I haven't had a chance to really do anything at all. I haven't seen any movies or written any reviews. Um, I've been working on this project because I need to get it done uh, really, really soon. And the, the clock is ticking, um, but I hope to have it done hopefully soon. I am going to take a little bit of time off this week to go see Transformers, the movie, uh, in the theaters on a big screen. So uh, that's going to be my one break coming up. Awesome. Awesome. I uh, I haven't been doing really much of anything because I, I, I don't want to spend any money at New York Comic Con coming up in like a week and a half. And that's going to be ridiculously expensive. Yep. <laughs> But I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit on the show when I when I get back. But not a lot because they didn't want to give us press passes. So why would I give them coverage? True, very true. Plus, I can't really afford to do anything there anyway. <laughs> so it's going to cost all my money just to get there. That's right. Well, make sure you take lots of pictures and get some interviews, and you know, do all this do all the stuff you tell me to do whenever I go to a convention. <laughs> yeah, I'll be lucky if I like <laughs> can afford to eat breakfast. <laughs> I'll be filling my my backpack at the continental breakfast. <laughs> how much, uh, how many like muffins can one person eat in a week? That's going to be my, my goal for New York. Comic. <laughs> Ch- challenge accepted. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, now that we know how we're doing, why don't you tell the listeners out there where they can find more. So wizard podcast. Sure. All right. So everybody can go to soulwizardpodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week. You'll also find movie reviews from yours truly, not this week. Uh, you'll find Netflix and Amazon streaming picks from our buddy Adam Wallyhawk. You'll also find our merchandise there so you can purchase some of our t-shirts. Look good while you're representing the show. Uh, another great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep right on the website. Uh, click on that big A, do your shopping, receive your products, and you'll also be helping out our show. Uh, you can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you're there. You can also find us on the Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone, Podbean, Google Play Music, and you can also stream us through Spotify. Uh, you can also find our show along with some other fantastic podcasts on the nerdpodcastmafia.com website. Shout out to everybody in the Nerd Podcast Mafia. A shout out to Code 45 for uh, hanging out with us last week. Uh, this week's K-Pop Jam is brought to you by a friend of the show, Ico the Rain Man. It's called 5 a.m. Napalm. This is his new jam. Uh, get it on iTunes and Spotify. Back to you, Joey. They got the feds running all over my property. Am I an omen? Is this my prophecy? I am an anomaly wondering why you conjured me. Shop, shop, shop title of my time mage. Sipping up with the champagne. The clock moves when the knock her mouth. I don't know what that is, alien. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are perfect. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, just a, once again, a weekly reminder, we are getting closer and closer to the launch of our Patreon page on October 1st. So get your credit cards ready because it's coming. Uh, that being said, Mark, what do we got for news this week? Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, all right, so this week in nerdy news, we had actually had a lot of things that dropped, so we're going to try <laughs> to go through it uh, one by one. Uh, so let's start, with, uh, let's start with the MCU. There was an announcement this week that some of the characters from the live-action movies 
are going to be getting their own limited series TV shows on the new Disney streaming app. Uh, those r- characters are rumored to be Loki and Scarlet Witch, um, amongst others. I think this is an amazing idea. Um, it's kind of odd to, for Tom Hiddleston to come back into a TV show after playing Loki on a big screen for, in so many appearances, but uh, a limited, he has done other TV shows in between. So I think this would fit in really nicely. A nice six, seven episode arc of Loki doing something. Uh, six, seven episode arc of Scarlet Witch doing something. I think that's pretty cool. That's a very enticing a bit for me to think about the Disney streaming service. So uh, let's go around the room and see what you guys think about it. Let's start with, uh, let's start with you, Joey. Oh, uh, I would uh, watch Elizabeth Olsen read the phone book. So I'm all in. Of course. <laughs> we, we could have the story of where her accent went. <laughs> that would actually be great. I'd watch eight episodes of her like doing uh, Rosetta Stone, trying to, <laughs> to not have an accent while Vision is cooking terrible food. <laughs> her trying to find her accent for eight episodes. Yeah, that's right. Bank it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Aubrey, what about you? You're you're a a fan of Loki, right? Um, I don't really understand his height. Oh, really? Oh, I got yeah. I got that wrong. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were being sarcastic, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't I don't understand his hype too much. Um, I'm not really interested in watching a show on Loki. I mean, Scarlet Witch would be really cool. I wouldn't mind a, a show on her. Yeah. I don't really know if I care enough about Loki as a character to watch a spinoff on him. I feel like that's just appeasing the the fangirls. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. Is there any character, uh, you know, that's in the MCU that you would definitely like to see, uh, like a small spinoff TV show about on a streaming service? I I think that I think that Black Widow would be a better spinoff series than as a movie. Yeah. I would prefer to have her as a spinoff series. Um, Scarlet Witch is also, it would be a good series as well. Other than that, I think everybody else is good covered with movies, you know, as a part of the movies that they're in, not as their own movies. Yeah. There's not anybody that I'm yearning to see go solo. <laughs> And not not even Thor. What if they gave you like a, a three episode Thor arc of him with just no shirt on? Uh, you know, I still, I still, I haven't even watched the episodes of Green Arrow with no shirt on. Oh, yeah. You know, I've watched maybe one episode of him with no shirt on, and then I just haven't <laughs> watched it since. All right, all right, Joey. What about you? Is there any characters from the MCU you want to see get their own show on the streaming service? Do they have to already have been in a movie or like new things that haven't been in a movie at they, all? They would have already had to have been in a movie. This is their spinoff mm-hmm. shot. Oh, well, there goes my Alpha Flight movie, a TV show, I guess. <laughs> nope. I mean, that can still happen, but that's what this is designed for the spinoff characters. Right, right. Um, man, I, I hope the Lo- it would be cool if the Loki TV show is about when Loki was a little kid, uh, kid Loki. No, Tom Hiddleston's playing him. I know, but he could still like be in it. <laughs> de age uh, him, de age him all the way to when he's like six like years 12. old. <laughs> no, that was uh, he was a cool character in uh, Young Avengers a couple of years ago. He was like a like, tween Loki. It's okay. pretty awesome. But uh, let me think. Who? Uh, how about Korg? I would watch a Korg series. Oh, there you go. 
There you go. That's good. Um, what about you, Mark? Yeah, that's uh, that's what I was thinking. Uh, I don't. I'm not. I'm not sure who I'd want. I would kind of want Cat Dennings. No. <laughs> Honestly, I would want a Hawkeye miniseries. That's what I would. Oh want. God, yeah. If it was based on the Matt Fraction uh, book, that'd mm-hmm. be amazing. Yeah, I think that would be really cool. That's what I would want, or a um, uh, a Nebula spinoff because I I like that character a lot. I think that'd be cool too. That would be a good way if they did Hawkeye to get uh, Kate Bishop into the MCU. Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I think they did talk about having other characters uh, make appearances on these shows too. So yeah, that, that would be a good way to introduce some new new blood and then maybe throw them into the big movies when the time is right. All right. So uh, yeah. So that's uh, that's one MCU. Uh, bit of news. Uh, the next bit of MCU news is there. There was a rumor before, and it, I I know we talked about this before, and it wasn't completely official. At least I didn't really believe it because of the source that it came from. But that they were going to make an an Eternals movie, and I was not too familiar with the Eternals. And the source that delivered this news, I was kind of wishy washy on. But apparently, they did hire a director for the Eternals movie. Uh, it's Chloe Zhao, and uh, this won't be her first movie. This will be like her seventh one, but all of her other movies have been like small independent movies. Uh, so I'm thinking that the reason this got such a big green light to be be moved ahead uh, so fast is because of Guardians Three. Guardians Three being off the the calendar, they need, they're like, all right, let's just give this a green light. Let's let's go 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 get some cosmic stuff back on a big screen. Um, what do you guys think about this kind of newcomer female director doing his big science fiction Marvel movie. Um, Aubrey. Oh, who is it? Uh, she is not well known at all. Her name is Chloe Zhao. I don't know what she does. <laughs> she doesn't do anything that you would know or that any of us Probably would know. Then I, I have no idea how I should feel about it. <laughs> Are you a fan of the Eternals at all? I don't remember if we talked about that before. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think I've watched any of it. All right, we're gonna we're, we're gonna have to go to the Marvel expert here, Joey. Joey, give us the breakdown. Uh, what am I breaking down? <laughs> Are you excited about this newcomer directing an Eternals movie? Are you excited about an Eternals movie? And are you excited about a new director coming on board for it? Am I excited about an Eternals movie? Yes, I am. Am I excited about this person? I, I don't know. I don't have an, I've never heard of them. I've never seen a single movie they directed. Oh. And reading the synopsis of movies they've directed certainly don't sound like anything I would want to watch. So, How about the fact that they greenlighted it so quickly? Well, was they've been working on it for what? Like six or seven months now? Yeah. It was reported. I wanna, when was that? Like six months ago? Um, maybe. But... Supposedly it was supposed to spin out of Guardians 3, but now they might be trying to spin it out of Avengers 4 instead. Okay. All right, good. That kind of backs up my my theory then, if that's the case. Yeah. I don't I don't because they don't if Guardians 3 is either indefinitely on hold or pushed back farther, there's nothing cosmic going on. Right. So they're gonna need something. Um we'll see. It's a pretty obscure property. Um it was a Jack Kirby creation back in the day. Uh a lot of the characters were in Quasar, which is one of my favorite like D grade heroes at a at a comic when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll we'll see. Uh, again, uh, with a lot of this Marvel stuff, I, I kind of trust them implicitly at this point. Like un- until they do something awful, it's mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to not just be like, "Well, all right, I'll roll with it." <laughs> 
I, I would go to see it if they had a big wheel movie coming out. I would go see that. <laughs> like, I pretty much trust them at this point. All right. All right. So speaking of female directors who have made movies that none of us have probably ever seen doing a big Marvel movie, uh, the trailer for Captain Marvel dropped this week. Oh, uh, we got our first I won't, not our first look at Brie Larson because we've seen the, the pictures of the outfit, but our first look at the footage from the movie. Uh, it starts off with her landing inside of a blockbuster, which went right to my heart because I spent <laughs> many years in blockbuster. Right and, away, I knew that's like, oh, Mark already loves this <laughs> movie. Right. I'm already there day one. Uh, and I was totally like scoping out the scene for like screen accuracy, making sure that everything looked right. And uh, yeah, they got it right. Everything looked good. So yeah, so we got our first look at, at uh, Captain Marvel. What did you guys think of the trailer? Uh, let's start with Aubrey. It looked cool. I'm, I'm still really excited about this movie. I'm taking everything with caution because I'm hoping that the trailers don't ruin the movie for me mm-hmm. um, and don't give too much away. I'm just really excited to actually see this movie. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. All right, Joy, what about you? What did you think of the trailer? Um, I thought it was all right as a trailer. Yeah. I'm super excited for the property, but I, I don't know. It didn't feel I wasn't it didn't make me want to run through a brick wall like right. the Black Panther trailers, the Infinity War trailers did. So but I, I wonder if it's because it's a new character. So, you know, we have a lot to uh, they have to kind of just introduce the character first. And we're kind of going back to maybe what the Doctor Strange trailers were like. They need to. It's easy for us who are literally like immersed in this 24 mm-hmm. seven to be like, oh, Captain Marvel. Great. But for like your average Joe, like they're not going to they need to be like coaxed into what they're watching. So that's right. probably why the trailer was a little dialed back. And they also didn't seem like they wanted to give too much away, like at all. <laughs> right. So I guess we'll see. I, I So I wasn't like frothing at the mouth over the trailer, but I thought everything looked good. I'm still 100 percent in. It's just you know wasn't I wasn't blown away. Yeah, I kind of had that same reaction too. It didn't hit me like a big Marvel superhero movie, and it's mostly because I'm not too familiar with Captain Marvel. Marvel, I haven't read any of the books at all. But the thing that does excite me about this movie is the filmmakers behind it. Like this is one of the few Marvel trailers that I've seen that I'm more interested to see what the filmmakers are gonna do with the story than I am with what the characters are going to do in the movie. Um, I think the the style that they're painting on the screen, like the images that they're doing, I think look really, really badass. Um, and it looks like it's going to be, it looks like it's going to be like really, um, it doesn't look like it's going to be like a Marvel cookie cutter movie. It looks like, like Black Panther, the, the people behind the camera are really going to infuse their own kind of personality into it. Uh, making it a more personal movie. So, and that's what I got from the trailer. As far as her having powers and blowing up stuff and fighting people, that I'm not. I wasn't too blown away by. But her punching an old lady in the face, I fucking loved. I thought that was great. <laughs> Yikes! All I could think of when I saw her punch an old lady in the face was, "Oh my god, she just killed that old woman." <laughs> I'm sure that old lady deserved it. I think that old lady was a scroll. Yeah. <laughs> <Of> <laughs> Or, you know, if it was me, maybe that lady was in line at the express lane and she had like 17 items instead of 15. <laughs> Captain Marvel tracked her down in a bus like, hey, that's right. All right. So, all right, so, uh, so now we're done with the MCU. Now it's time to go where we got to go. Oh, no. Oh, 
you know it. We have to go back. We are going back to the DCEU with a couple of hot stories that dropped this week. Let's drop it like it's hot. <laughs> let's start with uh, let's start with the Birds of Prey casting rumors. Uh, this was something that you know I honestly kind of forgot with all of their announcements. I kind of forgot that this movie was even coming out. Um, but because there's these rumors of the casting, it sounds like they're really trying to pull us off. So Birds of Prey, uh, Margot Robbie's going to be in it. It's Harley Quinn, obviously. Uh, they are casting for Black Canary. The people that are rumored to be reading for the role is uh, Gugu Mbatha Ra, who you might remember. Excuse me. God bless you. <laughs> who you might remember from uh, the last Cloverfield movie that we watched, um, the one I was in space. Uh, she's awesome. I love her. Journey Smollett Bell, who I'm not too familiar with. Uh, I, she's been around for a while. She played freaking um, Michelle Tanner's best friend on Full House. Like that's Ooh. how that's how long this actress has been around. Is she on Fuller House? No, no. She's actually graduated to like movies and TV shows, like real TV shows. Um, and then uh, Janelle Monae, who you know, I knew of her music, and I kind of forgot that she was an actress. Uh, she was in Hidden Figures, and she is amazing in that movie, and unbelievably beautiful. So, uh, I think she's just awesome. Um, if they get her, that's a that's a coup. So we have Black Canary, uh, we have Huntress, uh, played by uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who you might remember from the other Cloverfield movie, <laughs> to Cloverfield Lane, uh, or the hot uh, cheerleader girl in uh, Quentin Tarantino's Death Proof. Or the uh, soft six that Joey likes to call her from uh, Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> and then we have uh, Renee Montagna in the movie. And then we have Cassandra Kane uh, as Batgirl. Who's the Cloverfield monster playing? <laughs> He's, the Cloverfield monster is going to be Jim Gordon. Excellent. Uh, so let's start with uh, Black Canary. Uh, do you guys, are you guys familiar with any of these actresses at all? No. <laughs> Not a clue. So Black Canary is going to be black. Is yeah, that what that's at? what that's what I was like. That's kind of is that a little too on the nose or what the, what the hell is that? But uh, yeah, I mean, if you put them all together, I do like the the diversity of the of the crew. Cassandra Kane, who was a uh, Batgirl at some point in the comic books, is they're looking for a twelve uh, year old, around twelve year old Asian girl to be her. Um, and I want to nominate um, all of the girls from Girls Generation. <laughs> <laughs> I just throw it out there. Aren't they uh, like in their like late twenties? Uh, yeah, but they still look young. They can play. They can play. <laughs> yeah. They can play twelve. Mm. Yeah, isn't uh, Robert Downey Jr. like seventy five or something? He, he's That's right, like that. Luke Perry. You know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, uh, are you guys? Is this? Does do you have anything to say about the Birds of Prey casting rumors, uh, Aubrey? I don't know any of these people. <laughs> I just don't even care. I want Christina Hendricks to play everybody. Mm, that could be done. That could be arranged. Joey. Um, I don't really care about uh, Black Canary casting. I think it's pretty whack yeah. that um, they're going to cast. Uh, these these actresses they're casting for Huntress are terrible. Yeah, other than uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, I didn't really know the other ones. No, I don't know who the other ones are, but come on. What happened to Alexandria Daddario? Hey, if you want a, a smoking hot huntress, you can watch the Birds of Prey TV show. All right. <laughs> <laughs> or Arrow. Or there you go. Or Arrow. Watch that and be quiet. If you want the huntress shaped like a refrigerator, this movie's got you. 
that you covered. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Okay. So, uh, Birds of Prey. All right. That's off. That's off. Let <laughs> and me... no Oracle in this movie, which is mind blowing to me. But okay. They got to save that. You know. The... I, I understand, but that. <laughs> that's the whole point. All right. <laughs> It'd be like saying we're gonna have a Thor movie. We're not gonna have a hammer in it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So speaking of comic book adaptations that bear no striking resemblance to the comic book whatsoever, uh, we got our look at Joaquin Phoenix as Arthur, aka the Joker. Uh, we talked about his picture last week, uh, Joaquin Phoenix, but we got a look at him in the makeup, in the actual clown makeup as the Joker. Uh, There's a Instagram video. Uh, kind of a behind-the-scenes test of it. And, you know, I think it looks cool. Uh, that, that, that's just me. I, I think I I like the direction that they're going with this Joker character. What do you guys think of the, the look of Joaquin Phoenix with the makeup on now, Joey? Um, well, I, I did not like the way it looked in the Instagram video at all. That looked like, really looked stupid. Okay. They released some stills. I think maybe there was video too of him in walking in a subway. Okay. From today, and he had the uh, suit on and everything. Yep. I think that looked really good. I liked the way that looked. Did that like show off his uh, his green hair too? Yeah, he had the green hair, okay. and the makeup was a little more messy. Yep. So I thought that looked really good, but the that's probably the first thing I've seen in this movie that I like the way it looks. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Aubrey, what about you? What did you think of Joaquin Phoenix in the Joker makeup? I think this movie's going to suck anyway, so I think it looks like shit. <laughs> fair enough. Mic drop. Fair Just fair kidding. enough. Um, yeah, the more I see of it, the more I think I can see how they are they're going to handle this. Um, and I like it. You know, this is going to be this is going to be like an Elseworld story. You know, you're going to give the give the comic book to a different writer and artist and see what they can do with it. Uh, so I think that's going to be cool. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I did that, but you're right. The pictures that came out after that, that video were a lot better. Uh, so I'm excited for that. And, and we also got our first look at Zazie beats. Who's going to be in the movie too. So, um, hello, Zazie. She just looks like a really bored Zazie beats <laughs> like that. That's right. As long <laughs> I mean, that's what happens when you go from Deadpool to the DC EU. <laughs> Her her, her uh, agent was probably like, oh, we got another superhero movie for you. And she showed up and then she found out it was DCEU. <laughs> and then she's probably like, wait a minute. Is like my job in jeopardy? What am I doing here? Why am I being punished? Mm-hmm. They're just going to CG on a new mouth for her with smiling. <laughs> I thought I was good as Domino. Why am I here? Okay. And, you know, there's some other news that came out this week, too, about the Joker and Harley Quinn movie. But. No one really cares about that. Uh, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little bit excited for it because it is the writers of Bad Santa, and I like Bad Santa a lot. Uh, and it, and they did um, uh, Focus with uh, Will Smith and uh, Margot Robbie, and I like that movie a lot too. And they did the Bad News Bears remake, so uh, I'm interested in, in what they're gonna do with Joker and Harley Quinn. A, a I think it's gonna be fucking trash. <laughs> did they also write Bad Santa too? No. That one they did not write. Trash. It's going to be trash. All right. So that's it for the DCEU. Uh, so oh, thank God. <laughs> so next is, um, next is uh, a little bit of news that came out of a conversation with Bob Iger, the president of Disney, 
He was talking about how everything was set up with the Star Wars movies. He said that there's going to be a slowdown in the movies that they're putting out. Think uh, once they bought the rights from Lucasfilm, they really want to get it out there to the public. And they think they might have done a little bit too much too soon. And he takes a lot of that blame on, on himself. I personally don't see anything wrong with releasing a Star Wars movie on May 25th. Uh, I think that makes perfect sense. It sucks that it was a Han Solo movie that no one really wanted to see. But putting it out in the middle of the summer, I think, is totally fine. Uh, but there's going to be a slowdown on Star Wars movies now. Do you think this is the right thing for them to do, Joey? Yes. How often should there be Star Wars movies? Uh, every three years. What? Why? What is this, the 70s? No. No, that's <laughs> the way it goes, man. Every three years. Got to build up. It's It should be special. It's not a cinematic universe. It's not, uh, I don't know, whatever. It's not Friday the 13th. <laughs> like, <laughs> they, they, you know, take your time. Make it special. Mm. All right, fine. Aubrey, I what? would no, I would watch one every year, but, you know, uh, they had problems with, uh, with Solo, and it seems like people are starting to get a little burned out. So, you know, every three years is fine, you know? Yeah, that, that's too big of a gap of time for me. I might not live that long. I might not live to the next trilogy. <laughs> All right, so Aubrey, what about you? How often do you think we should have Star Wars movies if they do if they do start to slow them down? I also agree that that every three years is totally fine. Oh my god! Yeah, I know. I I don't know. I feel like they're forcing it, and it's becoming too much. Mm, that's fair, and a lot of people would agree with that based on the fact that no one likes these last two movies. Um, no, I didn't say it. nobody likes them. Well, um, but that's the that's the vibe that Lucasfilm is getting. Uh, you know, Last Jedi kind of ripped everyone apart, and no one really went to see Solo, which is baffling to me. But you know, it's it's. I think a movie every two years is fine. That I can take. I think that'd be totally fine. Three years. That's that's kind of a long. That's. I think that's every year is too much. I think six months apart is ridiculously too much. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also think that Solo was kind of in a weird place where they committed to making it and then they had to reshoot it. And it was just like, just fucking put the thing out at this point and just be done with it. <laughs> no, it was always designed to come out on May 25th. No, I know that. But I'm just saying, like, you know, people freaking out about the reaction to Solo. Like, I don't think Disney cared after a certain point. I just think... After that whole mess, they just like, just make the best movie we could possibly make and put it out. And it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think with the new streaming service, like if they're going to be doing the Marvel characters, giving them their own shows, I think that might work better for the Star Wars stories that they want to do. Um, like a six episode uh, story arc of Han Solo, of the young Han Solo adventures of how he meets Chewie and the Kessel Run. In episode, you know, it's like the fifth episode they do the Kessel Run. I think that would be really cool. I think that would work a lot better than them pumping hundreds of millions of dollars into a big live action movie. Mm-hmm. I think a, a mini series would work perfect for those type of stories. I think that's the direction that they should be going in. But, uh, but what, what do I know? I want a Star Wars movie every week, damn it. <laughs> All right. All right. So, um, and that's it for like the, the big, like, geeky news. I had a few smaller like uh quick hits uh they are doing a child's play reboot oh god uh and we got our first look at uh the chucky doll the redesign of the chucky doll uh child's play was a movie that i liked back in the day uh when i saw it 
I haven't been keeping up with the other Chucky movies, but I will say this reboot will star Aubrey Plaza. So uh, I'm I'm there. Hey. <laughs> I'm I'm there for that. Uh, so what do you guys think of a of Child's Play reboot, Aubrey? I you know after watching her in Parks and Rec, I can just buy into every character that she <laughs> plays because I feel like all Aubreys are they the same at this point. Have you ever seen Ingrid Goes West? No. No? You should watch that. She's in that, and she's really good in it. And different from um, the characters that she usually plays. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. Maybe I'll watch it then. All right. Joey, what about you, man? Are you a fan of the Chucky movies? Well, after watching uh, Aubrey Plaza as the voice of Grumpy Cat in Gu- Grumpy Cat Saves Christmas, I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Let's see. Chucky movies. Yeah, I mean, I've seen them all. Mm-hmm. And they're okay for what they for what they are, I guess, which is a terrible, awful like compliment <laughs> for, <laughs> to give anyone. It's okay for what it is, mm-hmm. but I don't like online. People are like losing their fucking mind over this. Really? Like, there's this huge drama. People like not my hashtag not my Chucky. Oh blow. God! <laughs> what? What are you? What? Ma- uh, w- this is the hill you want to die on. Is like like the last child's play movie was direct to like video on demand like what what are you getting all crazy about like who cares <laughs> i do like aubrey plaza though she's hot so or yeah i think it's gonna be cool i mean it, there's gonna be it's a little bit different from the other one with uh, i think the other one had a serial killer whose soul got trapped into a chucky in, doll in the doll correct yeah. <laughs> right. this one is gonna be more of um more of a i think uh, like a fancy toy that kind of uh, gets programmed differently and becomes aware of itself or something. I don't know. I'm not sure. It's, gonna, it's not going to be a serial killer and a demon inside of a, a doll. Uh, having his soul placed in a doll. It's going to be mm, different. That's that. kind of lame. But all right. So uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll check. I'll check it out. I'll see what I'll see what the the hubbub is about. I like the. I'm very sure first if one. they can make it cheap. Right. That's the that's the key. You, we all know how this horror thing works. If they can keep the budget really low on this and put it out around Halloween next year, I'm sure they'll make some money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see how this, because that, that original movie was based on a popular toy from the 80s. So it'd be interesting to see how today's technology will work in that same toy. I haven't bought a kid's toy and, you know, I don't even know what a kid's toy, what kids are into these days. So seeing uh, that kind of um, thought process. They're into watching other people play video <laughs> games on YouTube. Seeing that thought process of uh, what a kid's toy would be in uh, 2019 would be interesting to me. All right, all right. So no Jennifer Tilly in this one, then? Probably not. She used to be really hot back in the day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if she still got it, but. <laughs> well, I don't know. Did you see the last Chucky movie? Wasn't she in that one? Yeah, but she's just the voice of Chucky's oh. wife. Oh, I thought she was actually in that one. Oh, was she? I don't know. All right. So um, so speaking of uh, uh, sequels, another movie that's coming out, we got the official word that Kingsman 3 is coming out 2019. Uh, Matthew Vaughn will be returning to write and direct Kingsman 3. So I guess the uh, Superman deal fell through. I really liked the first Kingsman. I thought the second one was okay. But the kid that plays Eggsy is amazing. I think he is so incredibly talented. So I'm psyched to see his character come back for part three. Uh, what do you guys think of Kingsman 3? Start with Aubrey. You know, it. I still haven't watched uh, the first Kingsman. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, the second one was pretty cool. But you, you like Colin Firth, right? 
I do. I just never got around to watching it. Uh, I was really excited when I saw it announced and everything, and mm-hmm. I thought it looked super cool. But then, you know, life happened, and right. I never got around to actually going to the movies and seeing it. Yeah. So, you know, it it's really cool. I I think I'll probably really enjoy it because I, I love Colin Firth. He's fantastic. So, you know, I'm, I'm optimistic. Um, you're going to have to watch the first one because he's amazing in the first one. Much better than, than the second one. He's you know, I actually it, – it was free on um, my TV for a while. And I had it and I started watching it at one point. But then, again, life happened yeah. and I stopped watching it. That's all right. That's all right. We'll, we'll, we'll put it on the list. All right. Joey. Well, <laughs> I love the first one. I thought the first one was fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, I liked the second one. I didn't love it as much as the first one. And that was kind of, I thought it, it was disappointing, but not because it was bad, but just because I had such a high standard from the first one. Yeah. So it was still a good movie. It was like a, a 2.75 out of 5. And the first one was like a 4.75 out of 5. Okay. So it was a step down, but it wasn't like it was bad. It's mm-hmm. not like it was The Room or fucking like Batman versus Superman or something. But <sighs> I don't know. Can they get the magic back from the first one? We'll see. We'll see. I'm pretty sure that's what he's planning on. Uh, I'll be there. I'll be there day one. I'm excited. Just, I don't know. Try to make it better. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really interested to see. I'm glad that Matthew Vaughn is coming back to, to do a to do a third one like he he definitely needs to complete his trilogy and then move on to bigger and better things uh, the guy's talented so I'm, I'm excited for it i want to see him wrap it up with a big nice big bowl if there's a kingsman 4 then fuck you <laughs> there will be but it'll be like direct to video yeah i'm i'm really impressed with that guy i remember before kingsman came out he's like all right i have this idea we're gonna make a comic book and then we're gonna turn into a movie and we're all we're gonna do it all ourselves no one else is gonna play a part of this no marvel no dc just me and um, uh, the dude, the Scottish dude that wrote Kick Ass, Yeah, that dude. Yeah, it's like this is me and his, me and his project. We're gonna see this whole thing through. And the fact that they're making it into a trilogy, good for you guys. Good for you. I'm very proud of you. Can they get the girl with the uh, knives <laughs> for feet back? God, I hope so. I don't. I don't. She, no, she must have died in the first one. Um, she probably did. That's which is too bad. Yeah. Well, they they kill Colin Firth in the first one too, so they they brought, they right. wind up bringing him back. Well, she was uh, also the mummy, so I guess she has to pay her penance. Uh, that's true. That's true. Uh, so, yeah, so that's pretty much it for the big news. The other smaller items were things that uh, you guys aren't going to care about, but it means a hell of a lot to me. Well, what is it? Uh, Michael B. Jordan is cast as John Clark in the, in a series of Tom Clancy movies, meaning that we're going to get a black Jack Ryan, which I think is pretty dope. Uh, no, he's not going to be Jack Ryan. No, I know he's, he's like Jack Ryan's that's, friend. That's what I'm saying. He's not going to be the Jack Ryan. He's going to be John Clark. But we're getting a Jack Ryan type of movies starring Michael B. Jordan, like that cool spy espionage, kick-ass action movie. Except for this time, it won't be a dude behind a desk forced to you know be a hero. It's going to be a guy who's ready to kick ass and be a hero. Uh, I'm psyched for that. Um, the character was played in other movies by Willem Dafoe <laughs> and uh, Liev Shriver. So the fact that it's Michael B. Jordan, yes. Well, Peter, I'm a little bit of a scientist <laughs> myself. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I love Michael B. Jordan. But I will say he did a he made a cameo in a movie this year. Um, I won't say what it was and spoil it, um, but it w- probably was the most 
one of the most disappointing movies I've ever seen. What movie was it? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it. I don't want to spoil it in case someone else watches it. But he Crazy showed up rich Asians. <laughs> he showed up at the end and I'm like, oh man, that means that if you only show up at the end of the movie, that means that you had a piece of this entire movie. Like you were gunning for this movie to be made. And it it I thought it was gonna be good and it it just it didn't quite it, it was very disappointing. So yeah, he well he still has Creed coming out, so I'll give him that. Uh, and then the other big news that completely rocked my... Oh, I'm sorry. Aubrey, did you have anything to say about uh, Michael B. Jordan as John Clark? Nope. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan as an action star kicking ass. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always down for more action movies, so we'll see. Oh, I I'm, just... These type of movies, I don't... Do they make money anymore? Like, Yeah, that's the thing. Like, the last Jack Ryan movies have all bombed. The uh, Chris Pine one... <laughs> The uh, Ben Affleck one, so and then uh, Jack Reacher. Oh yeah, the last one bombed too. But th- that yeah, wasn't that wasn't well a Tom either. that wasn't a Tom Clancy one. No, but it's the same kind of style of movie. What are like the big Tom Clancy video games? Arby, do you Splinter remember? Splinter Cell. Oh, Splinter Cell. Wasn't there another one? Splinter Cell, Blacklist, Ghost Recon, Ghost Recon, Rainbow Six, yeah. mm-hmm. Division. So they're gonna make movies. Division. I don't yeah, think Division was Tom. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, I think it was. So they're going to make movies of those stories starring John, starring Michael B. Jordan as John Clark in Rainbow Six or something, something like that. One, a couple of those video game titles. So that at least you get the name brand out there uh, and give him his own trilogy. I'm, I'm psyched. I'm psyched for it. Uh, and then the last big piece of news that means everything to me, which means nothing to anybody else. Uh, Netflix announced that they are doing a Avatar The Last Airbender live action TV show. And uh, I'm not going to lie, I was almost in tears. This is, this is a very exciting time for Mark Reagans. I love that animated show. Uh, I love the fact that Netflix is going to put some money behind it and turn it into a live action adventure to kind of wash away the M. Night Shyamalan story. Uh, and the creators behind the original cartoon are going to be a part of the show. Uh, so that means that no whitewashing and they're going to get to expand the world a little bit more uh, dramatically than they can in an animated Nickelodeon show. So I'm psyched for this. Um, you guys haven't watched any of The Last Airbender, is that right? Nope. Aubrey? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a little bit worried about actually getting what I want um, and people not responding the way that I want them to. Like, I wanted a live-action Speed Racer like my entire life, and then when it came out and bombed, it's like, well, I, I guess that's kind of what I get. This one, I'm a, a little bit worried too. Avatar, the the cartoon is five out of five. It's perfect. Them trying to redo it, I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried, but I'm hoping that it's going to be good and that people will actually see, watch the show and see what it is that all the other Avatar fans have known for the past 10 years. This is one of the best stories ever told. Oh, I'm sorry. One of the best nerdy adventure stories done. It's right up there with Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter. It's right up there. Can't be worse than the movie, right? Uh, I can fall down 50 flight of stairs, and that would be better. <laughs> that would be much better than the movie. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just like, I think it's coming out next year. I'm not 100% sure, but um, Avatar The Last Airbender, a live action TV show, is like a dream come true. I can't wait. Can't fucking wait for this. Well, for your sake, I hope it's good. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, so that's it. That's pretty much it for the news. Unless you guys have any other topics you want to bring up. I am good, Aubrey. 
Nope. <laughs> Aubrey, Excellent. I'm, I'm sorry. I meant to ask you, how did you, so we had this the incredibly huge storm that like wrecked part of the East Coast uh, last mm-hmm. week. How did you, how did everything go from your side of it? Because we were kind of worried about uh, you. We got a lot of rain, um, but then like the days after the hurricane, we got um, a whole bunch of tornadoes. And was so it, then I, you was, know, we were we were fine. It's yeah. just we were surrounded by a lot of crap weather. So was there a lot of damage in your area? Not really. No, it wasn't as bad as they had projected it to be because the hurricane turned. Mm-hmm. It was originally coming right at us and it was going to hit us full on, um, and then it turned at the last minute. Oh, good. And so we just got the outskirts. Yeah. But then, like the atmosphere afterwards um had mixed with another storm so then that just caused a lot of tornadoes for us for like a day or so Mm. well i'm glad it turned and didn't get you guys uh yeah yeah i was pretty excited because um so i work about an hour away from my house and GameStop doesn't close for anything so i was going (laughs) to have to drive into work in really bad weather so i was pretty excited to only have to drive in in rain yeah you probably were also excited that it meant you didn't have to go see The Predator. Yes, I was super excited. <laughs> you would have hated that movie. <laughs> but I would like you to try and watch it when it comes out on FX Saturday at some point down the road. Let's give it a shot. Just so just like we can see what your reaction would have been. Yeah, I probably will watch it on <laughs> FX Saturday. Cool, cool. All right. Yeah, so that, that's it. That's all I got for the news. Awesome. Well, I guess we'll go and see if anyone's got any recommendations for the listeners up there, and we'll wrap it up. Aubrey, you haven't been here for a few weeks. What have you got for us today? All I've been doing is playing Spider-Man. You know, I talked a little bit about it in the beginning, so I think everybody should at least check it out. Um, If you didn't like Arkham Knight, there's not too much that... I mean, it is different from Arkham Knight, but it still has that Arkham Knight feel, but you don't have to drive around in the Batmobile. So that was people's biggest bitch about Arkham Knight. So maybe, you know, people won't be so upset by this. Mm-hmm. Hey, awesome. Aubrey, thanks for confirming that Miles Morales is going to be in the game for me. That warmed, that warmed <laughs> yes, my heart. Yes, I saw that and I was like, oh, I got to send a picture to Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Better sell some more t-shirts, Mark, if you can get a PlayStation 4. Yeah, that for some reason that that the Spider Man PlayStation Four it's uh, it's starting to permeate like everybody. Like people come into the store talking about it. And I'm like, there's nothing about this store that says video games or Spider Man or uh, PlayStation. But here we are having a conversation about it inside of the store. It's it's crazy. So yeah, the the thought of having a PS Four it's being floated out there. I'm just saying. <laughs> Excellent. I have that on my Christmas list. So hopefully I'll get it this year. Nice. <laughs> Awesome. What about you, Mark? Uh, yeah, like I said, I haven't gone to the movies, and the ones that I have seen, uh, I've been disappointed by. Uh, so I will recommend if you like Avatar: The Last Airbender and uh, the new Voltron cartoon, there is a new Netflix uh, animated show called The Dragon Prince by one of the head writers of Avatar, uh, and it's kind of mystical, kind of magical, but the characters speak very modern. Uh, mystical. <laughs> Danger! Shake your ass. Watch so. <laughs> uh, but it, it's uh, I've only gotten a, a few episodes in. Uh, I have it on in the background as I'm working on my other project. Uh, but it's the animation is a little wonky. It's gonna take me a little while to get used to it. But I definitely feel like the story is gonna get a lot deeper. They put a lot of pieces in place. It lets you know that this world that they're building is 
there's going to be some good stuff happening in it. So check out The Dragon Prince on Netflix. You know, I've actually heard from somebody else that that's really good, too. Oh, oh, good. Good, good, good. Yeah. As I was going to say, Janine and her Voltron friends are all into it now. Nice, nice. Awesome. Well, I will recommend that you go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page, movie reviews, and streaming picks from Adam and Mark Ellis, and so much more, SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or just about anywhere else that you get your podcasts. We will be there. But let's uh, go ahead and recommend that you check out the new song from our friend Igo the Rain Man. You heard some snippets of earlier in the show. 5 a.m. Napalm is available on Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Uh, And also... If you're going to be at New York Comic Con coming up, I will be there Thursday and Friday. So if you happen to see me wandering around, feel free to stop me and say hi. I will probably be very, very tired <laughs> and very, very broke. So if you happen to have a granola bar or something on you, feel free <laughs> to hook a brother up. <laughs> but all that being said, this has been episode number 216 of the So Wizard Podcast. I have no freaking idea what we're going to talk about next week, but in a few weeks we'll be talking about Venom, so that'll be exciting. On behalf of my co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, back from assignment, Aubrey Litchfield. Back from assignment, back to kick ass and take names. (laughs) And the expert, Mr. Marky Markellis Reagans. You can take my name, Aubrey. It's Marky Mark. Uh, Everybody have a good week. Uh, Wakanda forever. You've been listening to episode 216 of the So Wizard Podcast. I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo. We'll see you next week. Good journey.